Welcome to 9to5Mac Daily for Monday, January 8th, 2024. I'm your host, Chance Miller. We are sponsored this week by Collide. Leading off today, Apple has announced more details on Vision Pro availability. In a press release, Apple announced that Vision Pro will be available beginning Friday, February 2nd at all Apple retail store locations in the United States and from Apple's online store in the United States. Vision Pro pre-orders will begin next week on Friday, January 19th at 5 a.m. Pacific Time. Vision Pro is Apple's first-ever spatial computing headset, and it's powered by an all-new Vision OS software platform. In a press release today, Tim Cook said, quote, The era of spatial computing has arrived. Apple Vision Pro is the most advanced consumer electronics device ever created. Its revolutionary and magical user interface will redefine how we connect, create, and explore. End quote. Vision Pro will cost $3,499 with 256 gigabytes of storage. As of right now, there aren't any additional details on whether or not higher tier options with more storage will be available. Apple's press release simply says the price is starting at $3,499 with 256 gigabytes. Apple has also announced details on prescription lens pricing for Vision Pro. Apple is teaming up with Zeiss to sell optical inserts. Readers will be available for $99, and Zeiss Optical Inserts will be available for $149. Apple says that Vision Pro will come with a solo knit band and a dual loop band in the box, which gives users two options for the fit that works best for them. The Vision Pro's dual loop band is the band that has an attachment behind the head and the top strap over the top of your head while the solo knit band is just the band that wraps around the back of your head. Also in the Vision Pro box, you'll find a light seal, two different light seal cushions. Those are the parts that go around your eyes to help black out the world around you. You'll also find a cover for the front of the device to protect it, an Apple polishing cloth, the external battery, a USB-C charging cable, and a USB-C power adapter. Apple has also shared an additional detail on Vision Pro battery life. Previously, Apple said that Vision Pro would offer up to two hours of use when connected to the external battery pack, but it's updated its website today to say that Vision Pro will last for up to 2.5 hours when connected to the battery pack for video playback. So you'll get two hours for a quote general use and up to 2.5 hours for video playback. Vision Pro will only be available in the United States when it first launches. Apple says that it'll launch in more countries around the world sometime later this year. Again, pricing starts at $34.99, and it'll be available for pre-order on January 19th and available on February 2nd. We are sponsored this week by Collide. When you go through airport security, there's one line where the TSA agent checks your ID and another line where a machine scans your bag. The same thing happens in enterprise security, but instead of passengers and luggage, it's end users and their devices. These days, most companies are pretty good at the first part of the equation, where they check user identity, but user devices can roll right through authentication without getting inspected at all. In fact, 47% of companies allow unmanaged, untrusted devices to access their data. Collide finally solves the device trust problem. Collide ensures that no device can log in to your Okta-protected apps unless it passes your security checks. Plus, you can use Collide on devices without MDM 
like your Linux fleet, contractor devices, and every BYOD phone and laptop in your company. Visit collide.com slash 9to5Mac daily to watch a demo and see how it works. That's K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash 9to5Mac daily. In other news today, we talked last week about how the United States government is getting very close to launching its antitrust lawsuit against Apple. Now, a new story from the New York Times has additional details, again saying that a major antitrust development for Apple is coming soon. The Times story says that the United States Department of Justice has reached the late stages of its monopoly investigation of Apple. The story describes this as a sweeping antitrust case against Apple and says it could be filed in the first half of 2024. Apple's so-called stickiness or walled garden strategy is at the center of the investigation. The Times says that investigators have examined how the Apple Watch works better with the iPhone than with other brands, as well as how Apple locks competitors out of iMessage. Those investigators have also scrutinized Apple's payments system for iPhone, and all in all, the Times said that this would be an even more expansive suit against Apple than any previous challenge to the company. For its part, Apple has defended itself against antitrust claims by insisting it does not hold a monopoly in any singular market. But again, the wide, sweeping investigation of the Department of Justice aims to tie together the multiple areas in which Apple dominates and controls the iPhone. But as for what next, even though this lawsuit is expected sometime in the first half of this year, the Times says that the DOJ is closely monitoring how Apple complies with ongoing European investigations before it formally files its own suit. Running out today, if you've been hoping for a second-generation AirTag, you'll have to keep waiting. According to Bloomberg, Apple initially considered launching AirTag 2 sometime this year, but has instead decided to wait until 2025. Bloomberg says that Apple is in no rush to release AirTag 2. One reason is that it has very little competition in the Find My network, and the current generation AirTags still work fairly well and have most of the features most consumers would want. One big headache for Apple, too, is that it, quote, clearly overproduced AirTag, and Apple retail store backrooms and Apple device storage warehouses are full to the brim of AirTags, end quote. As for what to expect from AirTag 2 in 2025, Bloomberg says we should expect the second-generation ultra-wideband chip, which is also currently featured in the iPhone 15, Apple Watch Series 9, and Apple Watch Ultra 2. This chip can communicate with other devices that have the same chip at an extended range, compared to the U1 chip found in the current AirTag and previous generation iPhones. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, you can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5Mac.com, follow along with me on threads at Chance H. Miller, and we'll be back tomorrow for a new episode of 9to5Mac Daily.